0: What is going on, the Ghost Squad and the Clover Tat crew? Welcome to the Ghost and Clover Podcast, Episode 9. Brought to you by our good friends at European American Army, a.k.a. EAA. We'll talk about them here in a little bit. My name is Trey, the Ghost Tactical. I'll be your tour guide tonight, so uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What we uh, are doing tonight, if you're not familiar, if it's your first time to the show, first time to the podcast... What we do is we each bring a, Clover and I each bring a, a topic that neither one of us know what the topic is. We talk to it for about 10 or 15 minutes. And then the last, the third segment is a viewer driven segment. Yes. All you have to do to be eligible, to be able to randomly be selected to pick the topic is to say anything in the chat, anything whatsoever, anything whatsoever. You say, Go screw yourself or hello or I like peanut butter and jelly or uh, any of those things, whatever it is, you'll be eligible to be randomly chosen to pick the third topic. Uh, Let's bring in our good buddy Clover. What's going on, buddy? Yo, man. What's going on with you?
1: Number nine already.
0: Number nine.
1: nine. Double digits after this.
0: I know. Crazy. Crazy. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: One of those things. One cool. of them things. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, like you guys said, we uh, we are powered by EAA, and everyone knows uh, EAA if you around either one of our channels and and many channels out there. They are a great company out there. Great products. Uh, they've got anything from the 1911s to the Regard which is a 92 uh, clone. They get the high powers. They've got the witness 2311 is coming down the road and the biggest thing that just was released back in uh in april probably will be named the handgun of the year if not then there's uh there's been some hanging chads if you will but uh the mc14t the tip-up barrel 380 amazing,
1: amazing would it be hanging chases i'm just saying
0: Ooh, and it's in Florida, so yeah, I think that's it's got to be the one, doesn't it? The Hanging Chases. Yeah. Yeah. pro show. Um this is Fourth of July weekend and Independence Day is Tuesday and um so Independence guys- Day,
1: not the 4th of July. It's Independence Day, people.
0: That's correct. It's the It's on the 4th of July. That's correct.
1: And if you're like Tom Cruise, I guess you could be born on the 4th of July also, but uh yeah, Independence Day. That was Tom Cruise, wasn't it?
0: It was Tom Cruise. Or you could be Randy Quaid and and be in Independence Day. Either way, we're True. both pilots. In Whoa! Randy's-
1: Interesting. Real quick, before we get into this, you mentioned Independence Day, and and I thought Bill Pullman, right?
0: Uh huh.
1: Um. Did you know that Bob in Maverick is Bill Pullman's son?
0: No, really?
1: Yes, sir.
0: Oh, and Bob is one of the best characters in yes, Maverick. It's
1: uh, your call sign,
0: Bob. Bob. What does that stand for? <laughs> Bob. Bob. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did Where's not know. It Where's my laser, Bob?
1: Home. Where's my laser, Bob?
0: Yeah, yeah I, I was not aware that that was Bill Pullman's son. That's yeah. very interesting.
1: I didn't, I didn't notice it, too, and I told you last weekend or whatever we watched it or whatever, last week or something. Yeah, and the credits roll, and it's just like the original credits where it shows the characters and you know who played them. And it, I forget his name now, but the last name was Pullman, and it looks just like him. And I'm like, how did I miss that? Like, now that the name is up there, like that's got to be Bill Pullman's son. And I looked it up. Sure enough, it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would have never have thought about looking at him. Um, now that I know that, next time I watch it, I will definitely have to be yeah. looking out for the resemblance. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Go figure. Um, like I said, you know, we got EA powering this. I know that you, um, uh-huh. you probably have some stuff you want to talk about EA, but we can do that here in a little bit. I believe, yeah. I believe you have the first topic tonight. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I want to talk sandwiches, man.
0: Oh, snap. Here we go.
1: I want to talk sandwiches. Best sandwich. And I'm not talking about at a restaurant. Okay? Okay. Take the yeah. restaurant thing. I don't even don't even mention that out there in the chat or anything else. Throw that out to one I'm talking about you made it at home. Your grandma made it. Your wife made it. Your mom made it. Whatever. Sandwiches. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Best and worst and uh, weirdest. I just want to talk sandwiches, man. So, um, yeah, best sandwich you've ever made, you've ever had. Um,
0: man, it's tough. Uh, can I go with three of them because they all have special places in my? I think
1: so. We've got plenty of time. And by the way, if you're out there in the chat live or in replay, because you can always comment down below, uh, yeah, throw the best sandwiches that you've ever had.
0: Yeah, maybe so, you have them on a
1: regular basis if you're lucky enough, right?
0: This is true. This is true, yes. Um, the three sandwiches that stick out in my mind when you said sandwiches, um, got to go with um, a Cuban. I love a good Cuban. you ever had a Cuban? They're phenomenal.
1: I don't think so.
0: So it's basically uh, like a pork almost like a pork tenderloin but like a piece of good pork um okay. with some pickle and some mayonnaise and some ham a slice of ham on there so it's ham and pork oh man it's hot it's a hot sandwich usually on like a like a a pita bun or something like a grilled pita bun now are something you like, more
1: hot sandwich or cold sandwich
0: it it depends <laughs> it depends uh, I typically like cold sandwiches, but the, the Cuban is one of my favorites for sure. Um, I gravitate that.
1: to cold sandwiches because it's quicker.
0: No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 99%. The only two hot sandwiches that I'll eat are Cubans and cheesesteaks. So Really? Yeah. I think my cheesesteak is, is obviously my favorite sandwich of all time. I mean, how can you go around the cheesesteak? Um but a Cuban's good. Uh, and, and the third one, it's going to sound funny, but this is why it stuck in my head originally, is either ham or turkey, but the leftover ham or turkey from like Thanksgiving make really good sandwiches, oh. you know, for the day now, later.
1: now, now, do you use no. a moist maker? Oh, what? A moist maker.
0: I don't know what the hell that is.
1: Dude, dude, come on. You watch Friends. Come on.
0: Yeah, what's a moist maker?
1: My sandwich, my sandwich. His sister makes the sandwiches, you know, and the yeah. trick is she uses the extra gravy soaked layer of bread in the middle. We call it the moist maker.
0: Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have, not on a regular basis, but I have. Yeah, I didn't know that was an actual thing. I guess I must have missed that.
1: Yeah, you're going to have to go back and watch Friends, man. Come on.
0: Yeah. Now, now, book out there it says ham and cheese with potato chips. Now, most of the time when I eat like uh, ham or turkey or roast beef or whatever, like bologna, like cold cuts sandwiches, which I love, I usually will use potato chips. But I use a specific time, kind. Um, if if they're not available, I'll use regular Lay's. But my my go to potato chip on sandwich is salt and vinegar. Uh, yeah. Potato chips are sandwiches, and it's, it's...
1: On a sandwich.
0: On a sandwich, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's it's one of the layers of the sandwich, yes. Yeah. 100%.
1: Uh, Chicago Mike out there, one that I know you're fond of, PB&Js. Mm.
0: I love pb and J. Uh, and then James that's, out that's there. That's my show go-to uh, snacks, as you know. Yeah.
1: James out there breaking out the fried baloney. Now, that tops my list as far as cold sandwich. Um, cold sandwich... Uh, almost got to be beef bologna uh bologna oh, okay. not bologna bologna yeah. um my bologna has a first name um it's, anyway it's a- O-S-C-A-R. usually yeah. it's not there's much better bologna out there than oscar i hate to tell you but,
0: Oh yeah, there, uh, is. there is.
1: usually from the deli area uh cut it to the thickness you like and all that is usually the best but um yeah bologna and cheese just with some some really crisp lettuce um is a really nice, you know, straight out of the fridge, everything is cold except for the yeah. bread, you know what i mean? Um and it's just especially if you've been working, you know, i've been working outside and, and doing things the last few days and all. But um, you know, haven't had one of those sandwiches, but on a hot day and all, you know. Oh, yeah. Um that's just a it's a nice cool sandwich. Um I, you know, i gravitate i eat a lot of sandwiches. Um we talk about best i eat a lot of it's hard to beat that one but i eat a lot of uh breakfast style you know egg based sandwiches sure Um, and one of Uh, my
0: good hot hot ham and cheese with an egg on there it's almost
1: yeah almost grilled cheese with an egg style right so so i'll tell you i'll tell you what i do is first of all uh screw the toaster like you'll use the toaster you put some butter in a pan and you soak the bread with butter and you toast it that way uh and then get you some uh, cheese Mm -hmm. you you fry you up an egg and then here's the trick with me what i like um you know those little packages you get are like the carl budding lunch meats right Mm -hmm. um so it's really thin shaved but what i do is once I'm done toasting my bread and all of that, there's usually a little residual butter and all that. I will throw that, and I'm talking about even though it's thin sliced, I'll throw the whole little stack, right, out of the whole mm-hmm. package into the skillet and kind of brown it a little bit on one side, flip it over and brown it on another. Uh, and I'll throw that on there, turkey. Uh, so, oh, yeah. you know, heated up, warmed up turkey, whatever you want to call it, on there with the egg and the cheese and the toast. And what's, cool about the, what's good about the Carl Budding is there's something about the texture on that because it's the multiple layers of the thin deli meat, mm-hmm. right? And it's just texturally – it's a phenomenal sandwich, text, texturally speaking. Um, so definitely one of my favorites, one of my go-tos uh, for yeah,
0: sure. So, so let me ask you this. Uh, love me a bologna. My wife doesn't like bologna so – I don't get bologna very often, but when I do, I eat the whole package because she won't have. Which is fine; I have yeah. no problem with that. Uh, on a basic, just regular bologna sandwich, just mm-hmm. regular run-of-the-mill bologna sandwich. What's on it? I like know you said uh, lettuce, like mayonnaise that, mustard anything or what?
1: Usually, I don't, man. I'm not a big condiment person.
0: Yeah, Yep. Yeah.
1: So um, lettuce. It has to be everything. Has to be good crisp lettuce and cheese and bologna, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe put some some chips. Now I go with the uh, chips for the salt and the texture, so I typically just go with the Lay's,
0: regular Lay's. Uh, yeah.
1: If I'm gonna go chips, yeah. But you know, it just kind of depends on what's around too. Quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. If if
0: I don't have if I don't have salt and vinegar, um, I usually will have Lay's. I'll have Ruffles. Ruffles aren't a bad one. I'd say another decent one are Pringles pringles are are pretty decent to put on sandwiches um yeah. so yeah um but my favorite of the lay salt and vinegar that's i i i will put lettuce on there every now and then on a bologna sandwich i i don't put lettuce on there it's usually like texas toast uh, a couple big thick slices of bologna yeah. one piece of bread with mayonnaise the other piece of bread with mustard and um salt and vinegar chips and let's let's roll
1: now, when, we, when we're when we talking bread, let's move to the bread uh, aspect yeah. of it. And I want to get into the weirdest sandwich here in a minute. So you can go ahead and throw yeah. those out there in the comments or something if you want. Uh, let's tell on ourselves. So no oh, yeah. no, ju- no judgment here. No judgment. I can guarantee you mind Some people are going to turn up their nose. It's phenomenal, but I can guarantee you they're going to do it. But anyway, um, so for the longest time, I was like white bread. Like I just couldn't hardly have anything oh, yeah. but white bread. Um I really got into the low-carb keto, watching that mm-hmm. and stuff, and uh, the Sara Lee, uh, what is it, seven-grain or multi grain or something like that,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: what's phenomenal about that for, for bread people out there, uh, first of all, it's, it's lower calorie, it's lower carb and all of that, um, but you've got grain, which is, of course, a little bit healthier on that side as well. Um, sure. But the thing about that bread that I found, which is really weird, compared to white bread, it stays fresh way, way, way longer. Yeah. Which is which is awesome. Um, so if, if I had my choice, talking about the best sandwich, right, um, with the toast, it really doesn't matter, quite honestly. Uh, but with that cold, you know, the crisp lettuce, the bologna, it's almost got to be white bread. And I don't want Texas toast. I don't want thick white bread. I want regular white sandwich bread. It's got to be fresh, fresh white sandwich bread. Sure, uh, is the best. But of course, I'll eat it with the uh, with the low cal, low carb, you know, multi-grain. I don't have a problem with that.
0: Yeah, I I I prefer Texas toast in general. Uh, I like thick bread um but ironically my favorite bread ever is the sunbeam white bread uh, i like is i i like really um i don't like
1: i think that's an iconic texas thing
0: the sunbeam
1: i just do yeah yeah
0: yeah sunbeam sunbeam like the regular thickness not the texas toast but like the regular sunbeam bread for me it's it's i like it really soft almost kind of like a gooey bread and That's the closest I've ever found to Sunbeam. It's just really soft, really good bread, um, but I love Texas toast. Um, so I, I, I do a lot of Texas toast. Um, as far as a keto, um, we found a really good keto. It's got like four grams in this bread, and it's the best keto bread. It's at Walmart, if you can find it. Is um, it like keto it's,
1: on you know, it? Like a white uh, package?
0: No, it's like blue. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah.
1: There's one, I can't remember the name, but it's made in Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Down the road from like Anderson and them, I think, which is really yeah. interesting.
0: Um, I'd say what I use a lot of times now um, is I'll go get the low carb tortillas and I'll just use, I'll just throw it, like make it like a wrap almost. I'll throw yeah. the, the lettuce and the, all that stuff and. I tell you what, making a good peanut butter and jelly on a uh, low carb tortilla is pretty damn good. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie.
1: Yeah, if I'm going to use tortillas, I'm usually going to go with almost some kind of a quesadilla style thing. And I have made a bologna. I have made a fried bologna quesadilla. I will tell you that.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll throw in because I I like uh, iceberg, shredded iceberg lettuce. Um, I'm very particular on my lettuce. And so it comes shredded. I can get a bag of shredded iceberg lettuce. And I'll just throw like my whatever my ham, turkey, you know, bologna, whatever the meat that I'm using at the time, on that tortilla. I'll throw some lettuce. I'll throw some mustard or mayonnaise, usually mustard and mayonnaise uh, together. Roll that bad boy up, and yeah, let's let's go to town.
1: So, Chicago, Mike, you saying what is Texas toast? It's thicker. It's like oh two goodness. or three times the thickness. It's of at the least Texas
0: it's delicious. at least two slices of bread, if not three. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah
1: yeah definitely so um yeah uh so let's turn gears um yeah the weirdest i'm not gonna say the worst because the one i'm gonna give you i rather enjoy and may have one here shortly um but uh the weirdest sandwich something that you can, you're almost afraid to admit or tell somebody even though you think it's delicious um elvis had what peanut buttered banana
0: Peanut oh, butter, banana. I'm mine's mine's close that. to that. Yes, yeah, peanut my, butter, and banana. Close my to grandfather,
1: that. My grandfather ate peanut butter and watermelon.
0: That sounds disgusting. Mm. Um, but, you know, uh, mine is a peanut butter-based sandwich. Um, and it's peanut butter. Oddly, enough, mine is, too. <laughs> it's peanut, yeah. Peanut butter. I'm a, I love peanut butter. Uh, peanut butter and marshmallow uh, spread. And it's pretty amazing.
1: That's that's yeah. weird. I think that's weird, but
0: it, is weird, but it I does love
1: not it. sound disgusting to me. No,
0: it's, it's really not. Uh, it's really, really good, actually. Uh, but peanut butter and marshmallow spreads, probably the weirdest sandwich that I really enjoy. Um, so, yeah, peanut butter and marshmallow spread, pretty good.
1: So, Weston out there, he says PB&J with sriracha. Now, Weston. So if Weston eats PB and J with sriracha, Weston may be on board for trying mine because it's sort of along that line. Um now I don't go with the J, but what peanut I will butter. do is I will take my peanut butter, uh-huh. uh plenty of peanut butter, both sides, you know, both sides sure. of the inside I mean, of the is, bread. Is,
0: is, is there any other way?
1: Yeah, you're a you're an animal and if you only put it on one piece of bread. Come on. Yeah. So, and I don't know if anybody else does this with peanut butter, but are you meticulous, like you're, like you're finishing bricks or spackling a wall or yes, something?
0: Yes, it like, has to be perfect. It has to be like, perfect.
1: I mean, it's got to be evenly distributed, and, and yep. you spend like 30 minutes spreading it on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, my work is kind of interesting when I'm making peanut butter. I, I actually had peanut butter toast before we came on the show, um, and, and every time she's in there when I'm doing something, she's like, it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm like, I mean, it kind of does, you know?
1: Right. Now, Prep Rebel says peanut butter and sardines. That's the grossest one I think I've heard uh, at least tonight. So I mean,
0: anything uh, with sardines uh, is
1: gross. He wins. He wins the. He wins the gross so far for sure. Not. Not <laughs> again. Not judging. If you love it, eat it, dude. I ain't got a problem. Uh, I say yeah. dude. I'm, I'm thinking Prep Rebel is a dude anyway. Um, so mine again, Wes with the sriracha. He's obviously liking that little kick, that spice. Now I don't mm-hmm. do the the, the jelly. Uh, both sides of the bread. Uh, and what I will do is I will finally chop me a nice, sweet onion. If you know anything about a sweet onion, they're sweet, but they're still hot. They still got the kick. They still got oh, yeah. the, the oh, heat yeah. to it. Um, and it's amazing. It adds a texture similar to like crunchy peanut butter. And I'm not a big fan of crunchy peanut
0: butter. I do not like crunchy peanut butter. It,
1: but it's not. It's not crunchy like that, right? Because the onion, especially a nice fresh onion, um yeah. it's not it's not crunchy. <laughs> it's 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 got a similar texture. Um, but man, it adds that little that little kick of heat, that little note at the end. Um, I tell that to folks pretty often, and some are grossed out, some say it's interesting. Uh, but I think Weston might be on board with me there that it's it, it adds that little kick, that little bit of heat. Uh, to the peanut butter, and it's just good. I don't know. I don't know how stuff to, to say. I
0: love. I love peanut butter and I love onions, so I haven't ever tried it. I might, I i well,
1: Wes says he would try that. Yeah, gotta be a sweet onion, man. You gotta have some sweet in there. Um, uh, I think that's the key to it. Uh, yeah, is, is having that, that sweet now, on Rip that
0: Rebel onion. says it was not him, it's his pops that does the peanut butter. Oh, so. well,
1: there you go. Well, that's what I said. I had a grandfather that did, did peanut butter and watermelon, so go figure.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Do y'all like peanut butter with nuts or without? Mm. I don't like nuts. Yeah, oh, I you're prefer... My no, no, not, you're not crunchy, yeah.
1: I prefer my peanut butter creamy, and, and here's why. He it costs it. the same amount of money, and the people at the factory had to work less. Like, explain that to me. If you, yeah.
0: if you buy mm-hmm.
1: a jar of crunchy peanut butter, it should be considerably cheaper than the one they had to sit there and actually crush everything up properly. Don't, do not you not agree? Oh, yeah. It's highway uh, robbery. Right.
0: Now, Mario says, brother-in-law used to eat a mayo and banana sandwich on white toasted bread.
1: That's that's up there. That's,
0: that's pretty, pretty bad. Sad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Prime
1: says he's loving the peanut butter and jalapeno. Yeah, there's something about peanut butter and having a little bit of kick to it or a little bit of spice to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I think
0: is it's, cool. It's, so let me ask you this, since you brought up sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it is necessarily this, but is peanut butter like the the greatest like guilty pleasure sandwich? Like I mean It probably it?
1: it probably really is because really here's the thing. Butter, you know? We talked about our favorite sandwiches, right? Neither one of us brought up peanut butter.
0: Yeah, but we our both our favorite
1: sandwiches, but when we got yeah. into the the, the weirdest and it was yeah. peanut butter, and then everybody out there in the chat is commenti- commenting with all of mm. their weird peanut butter concoctions. So yeah. I think so. I think peanut butter is, you know, well, I mean it, it's it's been a staple it's for nothing, a long time, really right? Really it's like, not to say that
0: I love peanut butter, but I know you
1: talked like, about, I know you've talked about in the military before. I know you've yeah. talked about how you know when they go in and humanitarian missions or whatever, and they'll bring right. in rice and they'll bring in other stuff, but they always feed them peanut butter you know. And yeah, peanut butter has
0: always, been a I never thought about that. I, I was like what the hell do they do? And they said well some of these people haven't eaten in, you know, weeks or months <laughs> and they're feeding them rice. And rice expands. And yeah. so they gave them a tablespoon of peanut butter first to coat their stomachs so their stomachs yeah. literally wouldn't explode. Yeah.
1: But peanut butter's been a thing that's been around for a very long time. Like it keeps well, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's just one of those staple items and I think that it's a guilty pleasure, maybe for a lot of people, because you can keep it around for an extended period of time. It, you always have it around the house because it never goes bad. Type thing.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now Chris, Chris
1: that, out there says PB. Um, he says peanut butter plus spice equals Thai.
0: This so is true. The thai, that's thai. Thai. thai yeah. The Thai use a lot of peanut butter in their in their foods so, or peanuts. You know. Yeah. No peanuts, but yeah, I mean they actually will. You know, there'd be some peanut butter in there too. Um, Have you ever tried to make your own peanut butter, like from homemade scratch?
1: I did one time. Now I had a boss one time that made it and he did some, he made some amazing peanut butter. Um, I've
0: never made it, but I've also had it before and I've never really liked homemade peanut butter. So that's why I've never made it.
1: Yeah. It's not terribly difficult. Uh, it's, Hmm. it's some oils and, and you know, peanuts and you grind it all down and, and whip it all down basically. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's something, you know, whether it's the MSG, it's the additives, the preservatives, the other things that they put into the store-bought. Now, since we've went down the peanut butter roll, and we've got to end this and and move on. Yeah. Uh, but since we've been down the peanut butter roll, um, mm. and I know you like the Goober with the mix or whatever, but this is uh, for shows. Yeah. Kick that, kick that to the side. Favorite brand of peanut butter?
0: Oh, it's 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 it's. I won't. Besides Goober. I won't eat anything besides Peter Pan Creamy.
1: Really? Okay. A
0: um, Peter Pan guy.
1: Um, we disagree. Now, first of all, I will eat pretty much any any brand. I of will
0: I, I'm not saying that I won't. I'm just saying yeah. that if yeah. I have my choice, it's it's I will never yeah. choose anything as long as Peter Pan Creamy's there, I will never choose anything besides that.
1: Right, got you. And I'm the same way with Jeff. I'm a Jeff guy. Yeah, sure. So yeah. I hear you. I would say Uh, Jif would
0: probably my second one. Like like if they for some reason don't have Peter Pan creamy, it's gonna be Jif that I get. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. Now again, I'll eat anything. I've had the Walmart brand here. I've had several other things. Uh uh Revolver out there is mentioned and Skippy. Yeah, we've had Skippy, we've had Peter Pan. And and don't get me wrong, if there's ever a big sale somewhere, um, yeah, we may we may end up getting stuff like that. But
0: uh, yeah, uh, I'll eat pretty much any kind of peanut butter as long as it's creamy, and I will eat crunchy if 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 I had to. I mean, I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah. Uh, I just I just prefer. I grew up a Peter Pan Creamy Guy, and that's just how I kind of fell in love with peanut butter.
1: Right now, Wes out there says normally he eats the Aldi uh, Natural. Aldi has some
0: yeah, never had that great before.
1: products. I've never had that, but I would not doubt it because. Um, uh, we've shopped at Aldi in the past, and their brand of stuff is is typically pretty darn good. Um, yeah, so yeah, kicking it uh, over to you. We got to get over to you and your topic here. Uh, before we do, a quick reminder. First of all, thanks for all the participation in the chat around peanut butter of all things. Tell and if you're me. in, uh, if you're in replay, there's there's comments down below. Keep those comments coming because if you throw a comment out there uh, here after uh, Ghost is finished with his topic. Then we're going to pull somebody from the audience for a topic, uh, and that is powered by uh, our friends over at TARS, and we'll talk about them a little later. But, um, yeah, wanted to uh, – we mentioned EAA and the uh, podcast here, obviously, overall powered by EAA. Um, Just curious, have you gotten in the thing that you thought was coming in? I don't want to necessarily give it away if you don't want to give it away.
0: I, I think so. I haven't made it to the gun shop. I got a text okay. from my buddy, the gun shop, and said, hey, you've got something here waiting for you. Gotcha. And the only thing that I've been expecting was this. Um, but I've been so busy that I haven't been able to. I'll, I'll probably go tomorrow to the gun shop and stop by.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, my uh, The guy that owns our gun shop is he, I think he was supposed to get back in town either tonight or tomorrow night. So
0: Okay, so you'll um, know tomorrow. with.
1: With him not there and the caliber of employees, unfortunately, that he has, um, they don't ever call and tell me anything. But, uh, yeah. yeah, speaking of EAA, there may be maybe some things uh, at the gun shop for yeah. both of us waiting. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Definitely coming down the pipe before too long. So, um, yeah, let's hit your topic. Let's go.
0: So, my topic is going to be an interesting one. I'm going to do a little something different. Um,
1: actually, we're going to so- actually talk guns?
0: No, we did that last week. We did that <laughs> last. Right, right. Uh, I can't do that two weeks in a row or two shows in a row. I mean, good this lord, That's Matrix. Um, so, Tripadvisor. Uh, I saw a thing on the internet, and it said Tripadvisor had done this article, and it's not cities; it's like landmarks or places to go. Uh, the top ten best attractions in America. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna like use like you like a little quiz here. You're going to try to guess as many of the top 10 best attractions in America, and you get three strikes. After the third strike, you lose. We'll see. Can you get the top 10 without getting three of them wrong?
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. So we're not talking talking cities, right? Mm -hmm. We're just talking like. uh, Is this just
1: me or is the chat out there? Can the chat help me or how's this going?
0: You know, uh, I want if if you get stuck, yeah, utilize a chat. I got a a lifeline.
1: Okay, guys. You got a lifeline.
0: I'll tell you what. We're going to give you two strikes, and you can use the lifeline, which is the chat. How about that? Instead of three strikes, you get two strikes, and the third one, you can utilize a a lifeline from the chat. How about that?
1: Okay. Okay. After I get two. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. We ready?
0: Yeah, and, and you don't have to go in order. Just start naming stuff, and I'll tell you if it's on the on the list or not.
1: Um, Grand Canyon.
0: That is number one.
1: Um, Niagara Falls. Uh,
0: Niagara Falls is not.
1: Whoa, okay. Top
0: 10. Yeah, okay. so that wow. is your first strike. Yes. Um, now, this According to TripAdvisor. So take that for what it's worth. Right? Uh,
1: well, I don't know. Niagara Falls is one of them things. It depends on if it's Canada side or the U.S. side, too. And so the there. Um, true. Is- man. Okay. Um, according to TripAdvisor, the Alamo.
0: The Alamo is not on the top 10. Wow. Best-
1: Mark I'm, crashing and, I'm crashing and yeah. running quick, you but now crap. I've got the chat. Help me now out, you, chat.
0: <laughs> now you've got the chat.
1: Um, and this is landmarks, right, or whatever. This is like
0: uh, best attractions, places to go, just all not right. like so, not like generic seas but like places to go. Whether it's a landmark, uh, right. a statue, whatever, all that crap, you know. Well, I'm
1: gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna get help from the chat since I can now from yeah. area, and I'm gonna go Disney World.
0: Disney World is number nine.
1: Wow. Number I did not figure it would be that low, right?
0: Neither did I. Neither did I.
1: Um, going with the chat, but this one obviously was in my mind. Uh, going with the chat and West. let's go Yellowstone.
0: Yellowstone is not on the Wow.
1: List. So we crashed, we crashed and burned and big burn.
0: time. Wow. Wow. So- do is I'm going to go ahead and name the top 10 and we can talk about them, right? Yeah. Number 1, Grand There's Canyon. There's a ball
1: of yarn on there. I'm gonna be pissed. I'm just telling you.
0: Ball, right? a ball of yarn uh is probably on the list, it just wasn't in the top 10, let's be honest. Uh they did like the top 50 things to see, best attractions, and I just wanted the top 10 cuz it would take forever uh to do 50, but uh Grand Canyon is number 1. There's a couple on here that are going to surprise you. I'm not gonna lie uh several of them that will surprise you. Number 2, Statue of Liberty.
1: Ah, that was one of that the back of my mind. Yeah.
0: Statue of Liberties number 2. Number 3 is the White House. Oh wow. Screw that. Yeah. I would not have put that on my list, but okay. Wow. Um, but it is what it is. We're on a vacation, four. where are we going? Oh, the White House. We're going to see the White House. Right. La-di-da. Number four is in the same city, which I have seen and would go see is the Lincoln Memorial. I would 100 percent put the Lincoln uh, Memorial above the White House. Talking That's about
1: just, DC Smithsonians there too, right?
0: It's not in the top ten.
1: Really? Top wow. 10.
0: Wow. Nope. I know, right right? There's going to be a few of the top 10 that are going to surprise you. So, number one, Grand Canyon, Statue of Liberty, number two, White House, number three, Lincoln Memorial, number four, number five, here comes the first curveball. Never even thought about this, but it would be kind of cool. It's Alcatraz. Alcatraz is number four. Right? Oh, snap. Yeah. Never even thought about that, but yeah, like that's kind of a cool place to go visit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, Mount Rushmore. You figured that's got to be in the top ten, there was right? A bunch of so the st-
1: chat that that threw that out there. Thanks for that. I should yeah. have went with the folks that uh, put that out there. Go ahead.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so that's number six. Number seven, I would never go see this unless I just happen to be driving by. I'd be like, look up and say, oh yeah. The Hollywood sign. Apparently, it's a thing. Wow. The I can't Hollywood believe it. I can't believe it either. I can't believe it. Um, like,
1: you can literally uh, get on Google Earth and look at the Hollywood sign. Like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and like I said, I've been to LA so many times and I've, I've seen the Hollywood sign, and it was like, I never remember ever getting excited about, ooh, the Hollywood sign, you know? Um, but that's number seven. Number eight, if you're in the South, you probably get it. But Graceland, Elvis Presley's house there in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, yep. Yep. Graceland is number eight. That's
1: a good one. Is that still even yeah. around? I guess so.
0: I, so. I guess it would be, I
1: guess, yeah. I guess it is, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I
1: wonder if it's under private control or if it's.
0: I know that Lisa Marie um, and her mom, Priscilla, I want to say that they still, own, well, at least some reason I wasn't around anymore, but Priscilla, I believe that the, the, the company, the corporation still owns that, but they have sold off quite a bit of the stuff to um, bigger corporations to yeah. manage. But I, yeah. I want to say that Graceland's still in their control. I don't think, I, I, this is my opinion, I don't think Priscilla will ever let Graceland go into someone else's hands. It's just, right. just me. You know? Right. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that was number eight. Number nine, Disney World. Number nine is Disney World. And number 10 is the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, snap. And for people that have never been... Yeah, like the Vegas strip is something that everyone should see once in their life. It's it's pretty amazing, you know.
1: And and if you try to walk from the Sands Convention Center to Caesars, you'll die. I'm just telling you.
0: It's just right across the street, but it's not, you know.
1: Even even <laughs> he, Black it, Rambo couldn't make that walk.
0: No, this is true. This is true. No, he was taking a break on the phone, wasn't
1: he? <laughs> he Trying to get uh, an Uber.
0: <laughs> this is true. Uh, so let's go through the list again. Number one, Grand Canyon. Number two, Statue of Liberty. Number three, White House. Number four, Lincoln Memorial. Number five, Alcatraz. Number six, Mount Rushmore. Number seven, Hollywood Sign. Number eight, Graceland. Number nine, Disney World. And ten, the Las Vegas Strip. So now that we know the top ten, I want to sit there and say, how many of these have you been to or seen in person?
1: Oh, let's see. Not very many. Uh, okay. Grand Canyon Strip, and that, was, it was, that was, that's it. I think.
0: Oh, okay. So I've been to the Grand Canyon I've seen the Grand Canyon, uh, White House, Lincoln Memorial, Hollywood Sign, Graceland, Disney World, and and Vegas Strip. The only ones I haven't are the Statue of Liberty, uh, Alcatraz, and Mount Rushmore. Which I I would love to go see Mount Rushmore.
1: Mount Rushmore uh, is a is a is a possibility one day. Yeah, uh, for sure. On a on a road trip with yeah. my wife and I, for, you know, doing something, yeah. that's a possibility. I ain't going into New York. Sorry, uh,
0: that, no, you know,
1: no, see. no, I, I don't, don't care. care. Would it be cool to get up on the Empire State Building or to go to the Statue of Liberty and some of that stuff? Sure.
0: I'd like sure. to go to like maybe uh, one World Trade Tower, you know, and I mean, kind of the see the, the stadiums, even the bed.
1: And I, hate, and I hate to say it, but even the D.C. things, right? I would love to go to yep. Smithsonian and, and uh, oh, some of that DC. other stuff. But, God, D.C. is right there with New York as far as I really don't oh, want to yeah, go there. And Hollywood you know, I, sign, let's be honest. like I, I don't I don't want to get that far into California. I really don't.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I love D.C. I think it's an awesome town uh, to visit for a couple days. It's about as far as I'll go, but, uh, I, but I love history and, 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 politics and all that. So, uh, so let's put it this way of, of those that you have not seen, which is the one that you want to see the most?
1: Um, you're talking about, are you talking about now? Let me, no. let me ask you, let me of ask those, you a question.
0: Somebody, ten, somebody else, ten.
1: somebody else is funding this trip. We're going to send you to one of these places.
0: Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Can I
1: take people with me?
0: Uh, sure. You get you get uh, a trip for four people, lodging, flight, whatever, food, all-inclusive. Pat Sajak's going to give you a, a trip for four. Well, to I'd, you have
1: to, I'd have to probably, at that point, I'd probably have to leave my wife at home and take the grandbabies to Disney World.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair, yeah. Because
1: yeah. I think I would... Rather than going and seeing any of those places, quite honestly, um, I think I would enjoy it more because the places I most like to see, none of those were on the list. Um, I oh,
0: would okay, enjoy more, no I would enjoy more
1: enjoying the grandbabies, enjoying Disney World. Does that makes sense.
0: No, no, I get it. So, what's uh, attraction or landmark, whatever, that wasn't on the list that you want to go to?
1: That's um, i i have never been to gettysburg
0: Ooh, yeah
1: um that definitely is is, has to get done mount rushmore as as was mentioned is definitely up there um now before you ask and i don't know if it's going there my favorite place in the world to go and i've been many many times and i love it every single time i go and i mentioned it that's why i mentioned it when i was guessing was the alamo Oh, I love the Alamo. I love the Alamo. I like sitting in the courtyard back there on the bench sometimes and just sitting there. and just.
0: People don't realize if you've never thinking. been to San Antonio. Yeah, if you've never been to San Antonio, I lived there for a couple of years, and I love San Antonio. Uh, the city, the downtown, the city of San Antonio was built around the Alamo. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and there's only a few relics left of the Alamo. What's famous about the Alamo that the building you see is actually part of the jail um and all that but yeah. the alamo itself when you think about this insane battle with the mexican army and santa Ana and um now if you're a texan you get this because you learn all this stuff and you know it like it's you know part of who you are because it is part of who you are right. um but the alamo is so much smaller than people think like when they get there like this is it well Let's- it's yeah,
1: you know? because it's just the one like the, the mission basically built
0: Yeah, the, but, but, the even, church, but even when you get jail. there and they have the, the and but they have the the church and the jail there but but they, they show like where the other stuff was. The outer and walls
1: and stuff, it was really, pretty big it was pretty big with the outer was, walls, but yeah, the, was, the inner portion.
0: And, and then there's still a lot of the outer walls are still there. Some of the outer walls are still there. Yeah. Uh there's no building standing there and all that. But it's it's still you're thinking about ten thousand army a mexican army and you're like it's basically the size of maybe a, not even not even a square a, maybe a square a, 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 a square block yeah at the most yeah it's kind of cool you yeah. know
1: yeah prep rebel yeah. says he's, i've been to the alamo love having all the history surround me it's surreal yeah. um yeah that's what i love if, if you know the size and the scale and how big the 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 Fort Alamo actually, it actually was. And you know, the directions, everything are. And if you, especially if you've grown up in Texas, we got Texas history. And then I've read many, many, many books about te- Texas yeah. history as well. But, um, mm. you sit in that courtyard and they're playing old timey music is all I can say. Like yep. it, it's yep. music you would hear in an Alamo movie type thing. Yep. Um, that's playing real faintly. Uh, and you sit there and you think about, over there was this and down the street there six blocks away or whatever it was where this high rise is at now or something, you know, was was this. And, and you just think about,
0: and you think about, you know, yeah.
1: And you think about the importance. That's one of the biggest things. Um, you know, it was not about in the, the people that were at the Alamo, the, the Patriots of the Republic of Texas that were at the Alamo, uh, and and
0: non-Texans knew. like David Crockett weren't. We're not Texans that came down to fight yeah. for, with oh, yeah. Texas.
1: Yeah, well, all Texans weren't. Texas was a bunch of hoodlums that.
0: Basically you know what I'm saying is, is like Davy Crockett really yeah. had no ties to Texas. It was just yeah. he brought his guys but and they, That's why they're the volunteers. You know, they
1: pretty much. It didn't take them long before they realized we're we're this is a we're not going to win this. Like we're not getting out no. of this alive. Like we're not. Uh, but they knew they had to hold the line long enough for Houston to amass everything at San Jacinto. Uh, and, had not, right, <laughs> and had they not right, Sam Houston, and had they not right, then the the I don't know that Texas would have ever won in San. No, I don't San, know if they would have Jacinto, ever won.
0: So San Jacinto goes the other way, and yeah. it's over. Yeah. it's over. At that point. They
1: had to hold off. They knew they weren't going to win. But they had to hold off long enough, and that's that's what they did. They held off just long enough, and, you know, sometimes that's all it takes.
0: Yeah. Now, Prep Rebel out there, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of end this on this one. Uh, he says, have either of you been to all the battlefields from the war, uh, from the independence? Um, if not, you all need to go just feel the history. No, I I have I've been to several, um, but I haven't. I, I tell you, and this wasn't – um, the war of independence but you mentioned it earlier the 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 i was probably 14 or 15 when i went and i wasn't a big history guy at the time but even then i kind of it was just an eerie kind of a you could feel it uh was gettysburg uh it's probably the coolest place i've ever been because you just sit there and it's just it's just one of those weird like oh my god you know like this is gettysburg you know Yep. All right. Oh, so that is. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No,
1: no. I was just gonna say. I mean, when you've got places like that, that such tragedy took place, but at the same time, such heroism, you know, yeah. and stuff took yeah. place. Uh, it, it really does. It really does kind of put you in in your place in this current time and in this world and in this universe. You know.
0: No doubt. Yep um that was that was a fun one uh our next segment is going to be the random topic from one of the viewers so um it's brought to our good friends at taurus so Clover's going to get that thing we're going to give you a couple minutes while we talk about our friends over at taurus let's
1: let's not
0: no okay Well, let's talk about taurus first go ahead what what i'm
1: saying is let's draw this thing that way while the person that wins this is responding we can talk about Taurus
0: oh well there you go so yeah let's go ahead and draw it yeah, so here we and go and then we'll talk about Taurus that's good
1: because otherwise we kind of have to vamp in their silence and whatever so if your name comes up be Johnny on the spot give us a topic <laughs> yeah no we just just did that.
0: finished my topic so yeah <laughs> what are the
1: odds that because uh, the only thing out there was what you put at the very first of the show
0: yeah it's exactly right Ozzy! So, Ozzy, we're going to give you a, a minute or so while we talk about Taurus to give us the random topic. We'll pretty much talk about anything that can be talked about without getting uh, our, our channels shut down um, and all that. But uh, while we're waiting on Ozzy to come up with a topic, uh, let's talk a little about Taurus. I know, Clover, um, you and I are both good fans of Taurus, good friends with the company. Uh, obviously, we have different, probably have much different Uh, models that we like i'm more of the uh i like the the g3 the g4 series semi-automatics uh and all of that i know you're a big fan of the revolvers which which revolvers as far as taurus goes that are are some of your favorites
1: dude the long the large bore uh, especially the 460 smith and wesson and i don't have one but oh my gosh man um you gotta love the big bore stuff taurus is doing right now um As far as the, the favor that I think I own, I've got, and they don't make that particular one anymore, uh, they make one similar. Uh, I've got the uh, Taurus Protector Poly in thirty eight Special, which uh, okay. is a polymer frame, little polymer frame, snubbrows revolver, actually in my EDC rotation. Uh, but it's just so much fun to shoot. And so, you know, a lot of people you know rip on that and they and i don't think they've ever owned one (laughs) when they rip on that because they'll say oh it's polymer and blah 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 and it won't last i've shot the ever living crap out of that thing it wouldn't be in my edc rotation um if i didn't know what it would do and i didn't feel i could trust it and i've shot it so much it's just so fun to shoot and that's that's strange for a snub nosed polymer revolver. You know what I mean? You would think, I oh, would think I'll beat you to death. It's horrible. It's not comfortable. And it's just, it's so much fun.
0: Absolutely. I want to say that Ozzy, yep, he came up. He said, uh, What do you think of NAA mini revolvers, carry or arrange? Nice. Tool?
1: I like that one. So we'll get to that here in a sec
0: um i I'm already feeling a little bit of a rash coming on so I'm starting to itch a little bit but we'll talk about it we'll talk about it yeah, yeah.
1: we'll talk about it so you're uh you're more of the semi whatever
0: yeah um i i I have shot the um it was the pt92 uh being a 92 fan but I I my first really uh jump into Taurus was the G3. And the G3, I think is that model that the G2 started, but I think the G3 is one of that model that kind of solidified Taurus in the last few years is, is getting their crap together and and making a really good semi-automatic nine millimeter, you know, gun. It comes in compact, full size and all that. I really do enjoy it. And the G4 is, 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 is good as well. Um, but yeah, the, the the G3 is is the really, really, I'm looking at it right now, and it's a really, really solid gun. And it's one of those guns that you can get for a really good price. And it is 100% a gun that I would recommend someone to say, hey, I don't have a lot of money, but I want to get a gun that I can trust. That that Taurus G3 for me would be yeah. definitely on that list um, of four or five guns that I would I would recommend for sure.
1: So let me ask you this about Taurus. Um, have yeah. you shot the TX-22?
0: I have, yeah. I shot it a couple different times. Uh, yeah. I think the first time I shot it was at the um, um, the Alabama thing last year. Um, yeah. What was that? I um, can't remember the name of that shoot. Yeah. Uh, uh, show, show, Showcases shoots were showcased. I think that was the first time that I shot it. Um, and I shot it. At, uh, I think it shot. Um. But no, I I I I I've enjoyed it. I'm not a huge 22 pistol guy. Um but I liked it. It's it's for me it's kind of tactical, if you will. Yeah. Uh a little, maybe a little bit more tactical than others that are out there, so I like that about it. It looks kind of cool. Um and, and I tell you what, I don't own one obviously. But I I know a lot of people that do have them, and I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about them. So apparently they're pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I've shot a lot, of not not just through the events, but um, through the gun shop. There's been some used ones come through, and and people come in, and you know cleaned on some or, or tweaked on some things and worked on them. Um, so I, I've got a lot of trigger time on them, or what I would consider a lot, not just you know a couple of bang bangs and. Um, and
0: I've probably got maybe. And 50 I'm going to take
1: heat. I've got more than that. I've got several hundred. Yeah. I'm sure total.
0: <laughs> he says, "I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot."
1: But I'm not impressed. I just don't like it, and that's not mm-hmm. a knock on Taurus. I don't like it. Like you said, it's obviously it's a decent handgun. Um, and there's a lot of people that like it. It's the it is the cup of tea for a lot of people out there. But for me, mm-hmm. it's just not the way it feels. The balance on it, it's just, and maybe I'm spoiled. Well,
0: uh, you're. All- for the book marks of the world, yeah, you know. Yeah, or, I am
1: I am old school with the high standards and the book marks and the and the woodsman's and the you know um uh, and the things like really
0: that. Well, do you still do you ever did you like the Ruger Mark series?
1: I don't I don't care too much for the, 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 yeah. the old school the 2245s not so much. The old school one's a little better um okay. because of grip angle and grip design and, and some other things but what always turned me off about the Ruger marks um, was the difficulty in working on them and a lot of other things, uh, and okay. even with the four, the takedown, the separating the upper from the lower is easier, but they're still yeah. they still a pain to me, a pain to work on compared to a buckmark. Uh, again, that's opinion and, and preference and experience and whatever speaking. I'm not I'm not knocking on anything. Like what you like and don't like what you don't yeah, like. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But, um,
1: yeah, I don't. You know the TX22. Eh, You know, would I pick up one at the right price? Absolutely. 100% I would (laughs) because it's at the right price. Uh, Am I going to run out and and pay absolute retail somewhere for one because I got to have it? Nope. Not not even a chance. Would I trade something remotely valuable to me for it? No, probably not. Um, But yeah, so. That's Taurus, by the way. (laughs) Thankfully, they have other things that I love and and own and enjoy. So there's plenty of Taurus for everybody. And and we always gloss over this. We talk about Taurus. But don't forget Heritage and Rossi as well because that is under that Taurus banner. So you add those into the mix, and there's a whole lot of things for everybody out there to love and enjoy.
0: That's right. Taurus International, if you will. So, yeah. Uh, NAA North American Arms. Um, I think that's what you NAA know. stands North American Arms. Yeah, yes. the little mini revolvers carry gun or range toy. What do you, you know? Let's let's I'll let you start out on this one.
1: Well, we're talking mini revolvers, and keep in mind that they make a ton of different ones, and that's what's
0: yeah.
1: kind of cool about NAA. They even have some black it's powder true. stuff.
0: Um, yeah, before we start, the mini revolvers are full size revolvers for clover in mind hands. So. <laughs> this,
1: this is true. This is true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, NAA's got, uh, they've even got a semi-auto now, uh, I think. Uh, isn't the a pug or something, a semi-auto, or is that somebody else? Ooh. I can't remember. Maybe that's like the Bond Arms or something. Anyway, uh, I could be wrong. We're talking about mini-revolvers, so let's get back to that. Yeah, they make a lot of different ones. They make a lot of barrel links, a lot of grip sizes. Um, they're all going to be 22 short, 22 long, uh, 22 Magnum uh, cylinders in them. Um, yeah uh, or black powder and that's what's interesting to me is is and I've never had a chance to play with any uh, but i i fondle them pretty much every time Ooh, we go good. to a show uh the uh, the black powder ones because a black powder mini revolver come on come on how cool is that especially for a bud right
0: no yeah uh, yeah
1: amazing
0: now they um, do the 32 and a 388 uh guardian uh, the guardians the, yeah 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 that's what it was guardians. Yeah, yeah you're right, right. looks yeah. like that is that might be like an internal internal hammer i can't tell but yeah uh, I'm not sure.
1: yeah um yeah the guardian yeah yeah you're right but anyway back to the, the mini revolvers so yeah. uh my first experience with the mini revolver uh and i'll tell this story uh broke me from shooting without hearing protection uh unless it was absolutely 100 necessary um I picked up a mini revolver at a local gun shop many, 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 many years ago. Uh, It was in 22 Magnum, so I bought a box of 22 Magnum. At the same time, I bought the mini revolver. And at the time, I didn't have the range set up like I've got now, but I had a little berm, and it was kind of off the side of the driveway, and I could get 10, 15 yards or something, right? It was more for function testing and load testing and stuff. Um, And so I fell out of the truck. And, uh, I load five rounds into that thing and I cocked the hammer back and I cut loose on that little, whatever inch and a half barrel, whatever the heck it is in 22 Magnum. And brother, I was, my ears were ringing and I was jacked up for <laughs> probably two weeks Ooh, um, wow. and, and it's a wonder, and it may have caused permanent damage to be honest now, as much as my wife at me about not being able to hear stuff. Uh, but that's probably more the loud that's, music.
0: That's, that's selective hearings. that is probably
1: more the loud music too back in my younger days, right? Uh, yeah. I could <laughs> rattle windows from miles away. So it, that definitely wasn't good on my ears. But um, that broke me from that. It wasn't, you know, uh, the, the whole youth shooting sports and stuff like that. I really got into safety and preaching all of that stuff, you know, uh with the use fusion sports coaching and instructing and stuff uh but uh yeah long before that the uh naa mini revolver broke me from the hearing pro thing and i i do hearing pro even when i hunt now i use electronic ear pro uh when i hunt even like i'm not just no just no um so that's my kind of first experience with the naa mini revolver <laughs> it was traumatic man it was traumatic
0: <laughs> no i hear you um, I don't have much experience. Um, I might have shot in one or two, ever. Uh, I don't have much experience. Uh, one, uh, it's revolver. So just, I mean, that's the biggest thing. There's, I don't get excited about. Now they are cool. I'll give them that. They are really, really cool. Uh, but as far as answering ozzy's question yeah, about you we we range boy, I took a left I, turn. I, I, yeah i definitely don't think it's a carry gun i really don't even think it's a range toy i think what it what it is is it's a really cool fun conversational piece um that maybe could turn into a range toys like oh that's really cool hey you want to shoot it type thing um but i think they're more aesthetically cool to look at i i i, I don't know i i don't i don't but once again, I'm not a revolver guy, so I wouldn't get terribly excited about shooting one, you know. I don't know.
1: True. Yeah, yeah. Um, I disagree. I think it's got a place. Okay. Uh and I think it's got a place because I own them and I do carry them. Now, uh I do carry when I carry, I carry a twenty two magnum version. Uh and yeah. it's got some ballistic tip ammunition in it so I'm trying to get the best bang. I've never no shot
0: plan. a twenty two magnum one. I've only shot like yeah. a twenty two LR version. Try
1: to get the best bang, no pun intended. Uh now right. it is not carried as a primary. Uh Gosh. typically when I carry one uh I carry um it's typically winter and it's pocket carry. Yeah. So it's more a backup you know if I'm if I didn't don't have a chance to draw can I potentially just pull my jacket pocket out, stick it in somebody's gut, you know what I mean uh yes. type situation, and maybe that gives me enough time to then draw you know um you know, I don't know i mean it, it's it, like i said more more backup, more last resort uh anything fire, and it's not a knock on on the mini revolver itself, but for me, and I love twenty two long rifle everybody knows that uh, but hey. Eh, Rimfire, just the ignition source alone um, is not reliable enough for me. I don't, and, and some of the ammunition, like the federal punch, I mean, they use Ely primer and stuff like that, like match grade primer. Yes. That's going to be better. Um, but if you know how rimfire works, I mean, there is always that chance, much more of a chance than with center fire that it's not going to go bang. Um, and so while it's not optimal. I will not discourage anybody for whatever specific reason. And that specific reason maybe that's all you've got. Now speaking yeah. to to range fund, that was the other part of Ozzy's question out there. And I've got obviously I shoot my mini revolvers all the freaking time. Um you better have something big and you better not be very far away. That's the only thing I'm gonna say yeah, about sure. that.
0: Yeah. A watermelon um, six feet, huh?
1: At at ten yards, if you could keep them in six inch, you're doing really, really good. Really, really good. Like, um, it's, it's hard to do and Part of that is ammo. Part of that is, it's such a short barrel. Part of that is it's hard to get a proper grip and, you know, just all kinds of things. Uh, and I think that's why you see them. Well, Let's say one of the reasons many revolvers are single action because if you didn't know that I don't I don't know that they make a mini revolver at a double action, because they can't get enough parts in there because it's so small. I think it's part of it.
0: I was going to ask you know, because I think I know a shot one. I think I might have shot in two, um, but both of them were single action. I was kind of freaked yeah. out about having a single action with no basic trigger guard. You know, uh, yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you, have you have you ever shot one as double action because the one or no, two that I've were single action.
1: Yeah, I've never seen one. I'm not going to say there's not, because I don't know everything. Um, but uh, to my knowledge, there's not. And it would make sense, like I said, because of how small they are. Yeah, um, sure. Just having the extra parts to make all that work. Um, you'd have to have a hand, and you'd have to have uh, uh, the, uh, what am I thinking, the, the, the spurs and all that stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, but here's the thing. With it being single action, um, is actually probably a good thing because single action is going to be more accurate <laughs> because yeah. you've got less you can screw up in the trigger pull. there. It's so quick. Um, I will say this, let me, let me put out another, I, I told on myself with the hearing protection story. Let me tell myself, tell on myself again, since we're talking about the NAA revolver and I've told this story before Ozzy may have heard it. That may be one of the reasons he come. He may have wanted me to tell on myself tonight. That may be why I asked the question he did, but um, as I said, I pocket carry my NAAs uh, typically in the wintertime in the coat or the jacket pocket, right? Because um, I can't handle heavy stuff in my pants pockets. I just can't handle it. So, But anyway, um, I had to actively break myself uh, from fiddling with the thing in my pocket. Uh, I'm a fidgeter, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always moving my hands, moving my – I'm always moving. Uh, and it drives my wife insane because we'll be sitting there on the bed, whatever, watching TV, and I'm flipping the remote in my fingers, or I'm something. And so I can remember being in Walmart uh, and was fidgeting. We were grocery shopping. We were doing something, and I cocked hammer back on it. Ooh snap! You know what I mean? Like I was just fidgeting yeah. and and click. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like,
0: Stop dead in your tracks. And uh, I
1: walked out of the store. I, I, put, my, <laughs> I put my I put my I, I did. I held it where the trigger was in between like my middle finger and my ring finger.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of held it
1: kind of weird and put my thumb in between the hammer and the and the and the frame. Yep. No, um, kind of braced that area. And that's the first thing I did. And I had to do all this without pulling it out, obviously. And then I walked out of the store, (laughs) around the corner of the store, um, and let the hammer down. And it was all good. I left the hammer down. It didn't go bang. But, yeah, I mean, it was in my pocket. I was fidgeting, like I said, and click. And so, yeah, if you're going to pocket carry, this goes for anything. uh, If you're going to pocket carry, uh, if you're going to uh, have something like that, uh, that doesn't have a trigger guard I mean with it being single action it's gonna be okay until you cock that hammer back so don't fidget with that thing no it's there and you're good but uh leave it alone it's not a fidget spinner
0: this is true this is true um i, I wish I had more to add to this I, like I said I, I shot. I know one I, I want to say I've shot in two of them um but that's my experience and so there's not a whole lot for me to talk about. Uh, the NAA Men revolvers—they are cool looking. I will say that they are cool looking. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'd go out and buy one, but they are definitely—they're definitely cool. Uh, and and I think they'd be kind of cool conversational pieces for people who've never seen a min revolver. They're like, whoa, what is that? You know, I mean, maybe kind of a cool conversational piece. But uh, yeah, thanks to uh, Ozzy for that that topic, and uh, thanks for Taurus for sponsoring that segment. Uh, Clove, um, yeah. It'll be two weeks before we have another one of these, and obviously we'll have other things in between them, but two weeks before our next episode, which will be number 10, double digits, hit the double digits. Um, what do you got coming up, anything?
1: Man, um, well, as you know, because we've been back and forth on the phone, uh, trying yeah. to line things out, we're already working on SHOT Show stuff. <laughs> so,
0: this is true.
1: Um, and obviously uh, working out some things for... Um, uh, what do I think? Trigger TriggerCon in September yep. as well as the Tulsa show in November. By the way, if you haven't made it to the Wanamaker Tulsa's Arm Show, the largest gun show in the world, uh, you won't have a better time on a weekend. I can promise you. Get down to Tulsa. It's every April, every November, so you can easily plan it. Uh, get down there uh, and definitely check that out. And while you're down there, check out the Jam Davis Museum, which isn't too far away Yeah. Uh, as well. Yep. Get, a, get a twofer. That weekend, go down, get down there on the Friday, go to Jam Davis, and then spend Saturday and Sunday at the show, and then go home. Um, but yeah, looking um, um, looking forward to that stuff. Um, gonna kick off the late season of the podcast here before too long. Uh, in the next what two months or so so we'll be probably scheduling out here the end of this month first of next month getting things scheduled out and uh, Another month a few weeks and, and we're into that uh, right now this video drops and did uh, was very very surprised with um, Thursday I dropped a reaction the first reaction video clover reacts to uh, Did not go over too terribly well uh, the second one went over amazingly so i'm confused i don't know if, i don't know if folks out there like them or if they don't like them or if it was just bad timing so mm-hmm. uh there'll be a, there'll be more of those probably coming to play that out and, and uh and see what happens um so be able to check those out and give me some ideas on channels and stuff uh to to do some reactions to in those videos But, uh, yeah, got an interesting, what I think would be is going to be an interesting video drop for Tuesday. Now, uh, I'm not going to give it away, but the Patreon patrons and YouTube channel members. And, by the way, we forgot to say thank you to those folks. But to those uh, uh, YouTube channel members and Patreon patrons uh, that uh, support Ghost as well as myself, uh, thank you to those folks. And they get all kinds of extras. Uh, We we try to take care of them as much as possible. But, yeah. they uh, they already have access to the video i'm talking about for tuesday so um and then uh, independence day coming up it's it's pretty much here um so tomorrow night and i have not got things scheduled on the channel yet but keep this in mind tomorrow night uh, at uh, 8 eastern uh, we will do the uh, we've kind of Suspended the lawn chair pops except for special occasions. So we're going to have the Independence Day lawn chair pop. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, you'll get to see what everybody chose that we shoot. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of in- Independence Day history uh, and some unsung heroes, some some people that you may not have heard about uh, that uh, definitely tipped the tides in our favor uh, during uh, during those battles. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll give away a few things probably before the night's over as well. So come uh, come over to the channel uh, tomorrow night about eight Eastern. Hang out for an hour or so. Should be a good show.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the launch here, Pop, and uh, seeing whoa hello um, what we're gonna see th- from that. Um, I'm just gonna. Do this real quick. Uh yep, sorry. Something was echoing for a second. I don't know if it was me or what. Anyways, um, yeah, real quick. Um <clears throat> thank you, as, as Clover said, thank you to our patrons and YouTube channel members, people that buy swag from our store, people that use our affiliate links, people that use our discount codes, our Amazon links, all of that stuff. All of those are ways to help support and all of that. So thank you to everyone that does that. Uh, all we ask now is if you're listening to this podcast, go support our sponsors, EAA and Taurus. And, and if you're out there, uh, let them know that, you know, if you see a, a social media post on Facebook or Instagram or something, or on YouTube, just make a comment and say, hey, thanks for supporting Ghost and Clover. It means a lot to us, obviously. But uh, hearing, hearing from you guys, They'll um they'll appreciate that as well. But yeah, no, go no support them as well. Obviously, Taurus and EA are making great quality things, so it's easy for us to uh, to talk about them because we we both own you know many many firearms uh, from these companies, so we can easily talk about them and all that. Um, so yeah, um, for me, yeah, we've got some cool stuff. I've got um I'm working on um. What I'm calling a veteran project, uh, a veterans rifle project, a build that I'm using only accessories that are uh, from veteran owned companies. Um, and it's, it's kind of a cool thing. We'll, we'll be doing some videos with how that. hard
1: is that to do?
0: It's not. Honestly, let's be honest with you. Um, cause I think, I think there's a, there's a good, good, the good thing about our community and our industry is veterans are involved. There's a large number of veterans in there. So, I mean, are there things that, um, there aren't, aren't going to be veteran owned like a light or something? Sure. But I'm talking like, uh, slings and, 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 maybe grips and, and, and stocks and, you know, trigger guards and, and cool stuff like, you know, add-ons or accessories and all of that. Um, this is going to be a, 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 a rifle. All that stuff is going to be from companies that are veteran owned. And so we'll be doing a lot of different stuff with this rifle. It's a, it's a cool build that I'm I'm really proud of. Um, be getting a new optic. If you guys saw, um, our video from last week, it was a top five rifles that we're looking to get into and is looking for some feedback from people. um, I, I still might get another one, but I know that I've got a loophole coming in uh, probably this week sometime. And um, I think I was supposed to be here last week, probably, but uh, with all the weirdness of of shipping, we're on the Fourth of July. I don't think anyone's working tomorrow and Tuesday, as far as the shipping companies and all that. So I might get here Wednesday. But I got a loophole optic coming for uh, Sophia Bergara, uh, and I'll, what I'll do is I, wanna, I plan on taking the Athlon scope and putting it on the ar10 along with i just got in last week clover knows this i got a swagger bipod um that came in and guys i am going to tell you swagger, i know right but here's the thing if y'all are looking for a great bipod um uh, go to amazon use my link or, or clover's link to get there it doesn't matter uh but just search for Swagger bipod, and they've got one of the original Steel Banger, which is a phenomenal one for like sixty dollars. It's like a originally a two hundred dollar bipod. Yeah, you can't beat um, that. It's and, and, and I I picked. I looked at that, and I was like, "That's got to be a misprint." It's got to be the and, older models;
1: they're phasing out, probably. Is my is my guess? But I've had two of the Steel Bangers. Origi- in
0: it's, years. Yeah, it's the original Steel Banger. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. uh, and I picked one for 60 bucks, so I'm really looking to uh, see that for sure. Um, anything I can help with, let me know. I appreciate it, Prep. Uh, yeah, let me know. We can definitely do some stuff. I, 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 yeah, I'm always looking, like I said, I want this bill to be veteran-focused because um, there's a lot of great products that are out there that are um, veteran-owned companies, um so once again it's gonna be kind of like the tribute to that so uh, for sure for sure uh anyone that knows any good companies that have some cool maybe accessories for rifles that i need to spotlight email me leave a comment on this podcast whatever um and let me know what some of those companies are so i can start looking and there might be some stuff that i've never heard of and so uh, i'm always looking for for good accessories like that uh clove you got anything else nah i'm good you good?
1: Pull the, pull the plug, man. Pull, <laughs> pull the plug. Flatline.
0: Well, we hope this this tour tonight has, 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 has been a little bit entertaining for you. Like I said, I am your tour guide, but uh, I am not to blame if this went down south. Um, we sent all, every single one of our complaints, we do read. Uh, and we're very serious about getting complaints because we want to know how to make the show better. All we do is if you send and have a complaint about the show, send it to our joint email. It's called shootingleftofcenter at gmail.com. And make sure you put on the title uh, Ghosts and Clover Complaints, and we'll definitely take a look at those. And obviously, if there's something we need to be, make a change, we will definitely uh, do some of that. And suggestions are always good as well. Use a comment section below to help with suggestions, maybe some topics and all that. More importantly, uh, get your your rear ends to the live show. If you're listening to this in podcast or watching a replay, so that you can be eligible for the live random topic picker. So, uh, yeah, everybody have a wonderful Independence Day. Thank you guys for uh, wasting an hour and 15 minutes with Clover and I. We really do appreciate We Once again, we appreciate everyone that supports us in any way possible. We ask you to go support our sponsors. Um, yeah, anything else before we get out of here?
1: God bless America.
0: God bless America. We'll see you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Maybe some topic ideas, all that stuff. Thank you for supporting my channel, Ghost Tactical, and Clover's channel, CloverTac. And thank you for supporting our sponsors as well. Make sure to go check out both of our websites, ghosttactical.us and clovertac.com. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.